0: This week, Grand Cup Unite, Travis Kerr from the Two and Out podcast, and the state of the Argos, and the league, and probably a bunch more stuff. Because we haven't done this in a while. It's the Argos Fancast. You can find us at Argos Fancast, and anywhere you find your friendly neighborhood podcast, just search Argos Fancast, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever they call it this week pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast just search argo's fancast and you will find us i'm clay chisholm you can find me on the twitter machine at all kinds of clay and joining us as always our resident historian from argofans.com he is the vp of football operations will gerler mba
1: hi everybody you can find me on twitter at Argo fans, or check out www.argofans.com and Argo theme discussion board.
0: Alright, I'm going to have to clear my throat for this one. <clears throat>
2: yeah, yeah, you really haven't done this in a <laughs> while, have you?
1: And, from the Double Blue Order, Sir Douglas of House Ballinger, second of his name, Lord of Section 116, Warden of the South Side and Protector of the Realm. Can I get
2: a... No, I was gonna ask, can I get a rest in peace in that same voice?
1: Rest in peace.
2: Thank you. That's all I wanted. You can find, you can find our, the double blue order on Facebook at facebook.com slash double blue order on Twitter at double blue order on Instagram at the double blue order. And you can find me personally on Twitter at Doug B five one nine. All right. Well, it's,
0: it's, it's been a while. Um, no shit. There, 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 there were some things that, uh, prevented this stuff <laughs> from happening. Um, Mostly on my end, I, I think, um, had a little bit of acc- an accident back in August, which put me on the shelf for a little while. And
2: surprising: uh, surprised yeah, I didn't, well, didn't, didn't pull uh, an NFL injured re- re- uh, NFL injured reserve kind of deal with you there. <laughs> well, yeah, when you, when you break nine
0: bones. And can barely move. it. You know. Yeah. You, you might need to take some time off.
2: Yeah. Units lost.
0: <laughs> but on the plus side. When I did have to go. Go back to the. Hospital in Hamilton. I made sure. That I had my Argos mask with me. And good, Argos hat.
2: Good man. Good man.
0: <laughs> so. we did, We did that well. So. Moving on from what I've been doing, um how have you guys been handling this this extended off season?
1: I've been surviving actually. I mean, For whatever reason, I'm just not it's sort of like I'm not I guess I'm not, oh, I'm not upset every weekend, you know, that I'm not, you know, going into a game or watching a game or anything like that. I'm trying to fill in the time by watching some old games. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. I kind of came to if, that if realization you, early throughout all of this. Yeah.
2: Yep. If, yeah, if you follow Will on Twitter, you'll see his – uh, uh shit what is it the, uh, like uh as live tweeting yes of like the night yes. of like the 1977 yes. <laughs> match against the ottawa rough riders or some shit yeah like a week will, four will matchup the, or something
0: will found the treasure trove of past argo games but let's put it that way
2: and I know there's an awful lot of people that are going to ask, where can you find, where is this treasure trope? Because it can't be on YouTube, can it?
1: Well, not all of it. Not all of it. <laughs> mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, yeah. W, Will's got, Will's got his, uh, his secrets. I mean, that's why he's the VP of football operations. He oversees it all. He knows we're all... Everything's hidden and he's got people that uh supply him the the stuff that he needs.
2: Does it start with big and end that...
0: with torrent? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I believe he's got even more insight sources than that. So we'll leave it at that. Ooh, tape trading.
2: <laughs> Old school tape trading. I remember those days. You said used, used to do that for ECW stuff.
0: <laughs> well, Doug yes you i you, last we 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 left off you were uh you were in the midst of some change too,
2: yeah, that hasn't really changed much <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still in school if that's what you're saying, I don't think we knew you were
0: st- you were in school at that point I think th- this you were
2: Yeah, that's a point. Yeah, you're at school now. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. Trade yeah, school. It's going very well. My grades have been excellent. Um, going into the college is a pain in the ass <laughs> because of all because, because of all the restrictions they put in. Because you got to do this questionnaire on the app, and then you got to go through security, and then they give you a mask. You got to sanitize your hands, and you can only go in one direction throughout the whole hallway, and one, and if the one shitter that's close to the truck lab is full you have to go all the way around to the other side of the campus to go to another washroom and hope it's not full and then then you have to follow the lines all the way back to the truck shop it's a real pain in the ass well it it, it sounds yeah it,
0: it it sounds like a pain in the ass i think uh you know we should probably start talking about some argos related stuff
2: with that um speaking of pains in the ass
0: <laughs> well you know we got no, I'm, some, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm not I'm, we, I'm just joking
0: look i know this season's been a pain pain in the ass since it's been an extended off season the lack um, of season has been a pain in the ass <laughs> um but we did get some good news to i guess start the gray cup unite week um but uh, we've all been kind of hearing as you know eventually going to happen is the rebrand is officially underway and the argos brought back or the boat logo <laughs> brought back the boat logo re-energized the boat logo modernized it however you want to call it but uh it it you know seemed to seem to work out last year people li- liked it when they threw the boat logo up on the helmet that they left it up there and now they've made it permanent. They just did a little tweaking with the, with it um, to make it look a little bit nicer.
2: That's just really colorization really.
0: Yeah. I think they, they adjusted the a a little bit and um, for the, if you really do the, the oars where they come out of the, the football are slightly different. Because they they use the oars from some of their marketing stuff, the little hexagonal looking things. I think that's the right way. yeah. but in you know, a little bit of colorization, a little bit of tweaking, updating, lots of minor stuff, but the boat logo was back, and the boat
2: logo was double blue, no more brown football. I saw uh, some people, and I saw some people bitching on Twitter that they want the that they want the football brown. Yeah. I, I, think
1: I prefer the brown football, but I don't. It's not a make or break thing.
2: At that, at that point, you're splitting hairs here.
1: Yeah, it, you really me,
2: are. Yeah. For
1: me, I like
2: I.
0: I understand the brown football. I wasn't. I've never been a huge fan of. Having a brown football in your football team's logo.
1: Well, footballs are brown.
0: I know that, but it, it's just it. You know, it, it's. It, I just I can't explain it, but it's just I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, but I do do like what they've done with the the blue, um, the double blue, keeping it true to form. So. I guess they, what they the Argo said they brought they put the boat back in boatman.
1: Yeah and uh I suppose uh you know, if anybody wants to go on real sports that uh you'll start to see some of the merchandise being rolled out. And I guess what remains to be seen is whether this is accompanied by new jerseys. Well,
0: yeah. I th- think it almost has to be. I mean we're finally getting the rebrand. I'm I'm hoping this kinda leads to a little bit more Argo stuff around um around BMO and uh and seeing more Argo's ads and stuff like that, at least once they figure out what's if diff- what they're doing with the season. But you know, that's, that's a, that's a complete other story. And I guess we got a little bit more from that other story with, uh, well, they had a couple of town halls, um, in the past two days. Well, not necessarily town halls, but state of the league and state of the Argos. There were more speeches than town halls, really. Yeah. 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 You know, they, uh. I happened to be on for the state of the league yesterday be uh, Monday and um I not a lot of stuff that you could really write home about um, as I told you guys earlier if you read the headlines you pretty much got the gist of what Ambrosi was trying to say um, they're very optimistic Um, and uh, the other thing is they hope to have at least an approved version of the full schedule out soon it's just waiting on approval from the stakeholders and then in every other question he was very optimistic he's very optimistic that the vaccine is going to be available in time um, based on the, the Pfizer and uh, Moderna Moderna trials um, coming out at 90 and 94.5 uh, percent effective, which is actually uh, a lot better than most clinical trials at that point, because um, they say a good clinical trial is about 70 percent effective. So, looks like they're getting it right, um, and that's. Led to a lot of optimism that they'll be able to play the 2021 season.
1: Well, I mean, Lord knows we need some sort of optimism from somebody right now.
0: Yeah, and I, uh, I mean, still wait to be seen how that um, that 2021 season is going to look whether it's in a bubble, whether it's, um, no fans, some fans, all fans there from that, they are working on plans for every possible option, which I took as a positive sign, considering it felt like much earlier that, uh, well, they, they didn't really have a solid plan to get 2020 underway.
2: And to me, that looked really, really bad. And I'm pretty sure to a lot of people that looked really, really bad, considering that other leagues in this country who are a lot younger than the CFL managed to get their shit together and actually do a season. Yes, but those le- those
0: leagues are propped up by their heavy-pocketed American counterparts.
2: Not this one, I'm talking about. Oh, you've <laughs> the one, the one, the one professional league that no one really that everyone seems to forget because they're literally very because they're only like two years old. Are uh, you? Talking about the Canadian Premier League That's right Yeah Let's put it this way They got their shit together And they were able to have A full season Yeah So and as a matter of fact The one of the teams Is actually in the CONCACAF Quarterfinal I think The Champions League quarterfinal Really yeah, Forge, yeah, Forge. They made it all the way. They're they're in the wow. quarterfinal. And and if they win that, if they win the quarterfinal, there's a possibility that there will not be a Canadian Championship awarded this year because Forge because the dates for the semifinal and the Canadian Championship final would clash. And obviously Ooh. and I th- and I think they're saying, yeah, um you're our best hope in bringing the bringing the thing up here so Forget the championship. You go and do that.
0: Yeah. Well, cheers. Good luck to them, even though they are owned by the Hamilton Ticats.
2: Yeah. That's, and I know that. And I. Yeah. That's like some serious um, yeah. conflict for me. Yeah. <laughs> Be, because See, it's like. Serious is an understatement there. Yeah. Because it's like, okay. I would like to support the Canadian Premier League. Mike, the closest team that I live to, unfortunately, is Forge. And. And I'm like, mm. I at that point, it's like, screw it. I'd rather wait for KW to actually get a team. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard.
0: Um, Piargo's health. uh their state of the team earlier today um i wasn't able to attend but both you guys are able to be on that that uh webinar i guess yeah. is the new terminology
2: yeah that's probably the best term that you could apply to it yeah um
0: what what did you guys take out of what was
2: said in that one disappointment that there wasn't a 2020 season uh the pretty much like everyone on the foot like pretty much everyone in the argos there was from what i understand there was no no furloughs of any of the argos staff during during the pandemic i don't know i i don't know if i missed that or not i'm pretty sure there was none um and
1: they mentioned it specifically
2: Uh they well I ga- I gathered that because they said they were able to keep everybody together.
1: Oh okay. Yeah
2: so that. so putting two and two together on that one. Um and they then I believe they mentioned something that they about how how pre pandemic they were very, very close to getting uh the ground the groundwork laid for a full a new practice facility. But because the pandemic put that off, so they're hoping that sometime in the near future, they'll be able to get that off the ground and the Argos won't have to practice at Lamport anymore. Meaning our special teams can actually get better.
1: Yeah. That would work. Brian Dinwiddie goes hard at work, watching NFL and college film. I think he said he assigned college conferences to each of the members of the coaching staff so that, they, you know, they can look for, you know, something interesting. though. so, well, obviously the Argos signed a bunch of first-year or, you know, guys who would have been first-year players had they played, but we don't know, you know, presumably they're going to do the same in the off season. So is the CFL going to expand training camp roster sizes at all or
0: um i well in the story that i read that they they are shortening the draft so they're they're cutting out two rounds of the draft right um but i didn't read anything about roster sizes and i know that wasn't anything that was asked of ambrosie during the um the state of the the fan state of the league uh, so that's something that you will probably have to look into because I would think that they would have to do something like that yeah just be I mean you've got all the 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 people that were drafted in 2020 and then you're yep. gonna have the people drafted in 2021
1: or um, lack there or lack
2: thereof depending on where
0: they're
1: yep. drafting from Nobody and, talking about a guy like um, you know, a player like they signed in the offseason, like Joel Blumenthal, or you know, a guy coming to the, you know, league for the first time who was supposed to come 2021. What do they do with like him? You know, those American free agents. Presumably the Argos are going to want to sign more, or any team's going to want to sign more. So what's going to be the... uh guidelines there yeah if
2: that, that's a good question you know i'm i'm
0: assuming those are part of their their off-season plans um you know we never got any specifics on that but you know they're that's they're gonna have to have to address the address those because, I mean, yeah, it's gonna be it's something that we've like nobody in this league has ever had to dealt with having, you know, two years like this in the in the current climate we're in, and so they're gonna have to figure it out. Yeah. So actually now that now that we're talking about that, I know there was one thing that that I did take out of the state of the league that I forgot to mention. Um, there was a question asked about pandemic clauses in all the contracts and and ambrosi said that he expects pandemic clauses to be in all contracts going forward, um, whether that's player contracts or collective bargaining agreement is yet to be figured out but and what those will exactly look like so people will be protected as far as uh if if something like this happens again but yeah the pandemic clause will go in to try and figure all this out and at least you know once they figure this year out they'll they'll see where they screwed up and fix it for the next time and put it down in writing what they need to do. Okay. So the, you know, and the, both these, uh, events that, uh, that we, we had a chance to attend online this week are part of the CFL's Grey Cup Unite Week, uh, series of, events held online in place of grey cup week which i believe would have been this week
2: Uh um
0: and uh they've got all kinds of things going on the argos have a have a few uh things that uh, we're going to talk about a little bit later um but the other one that's happening with the canadian football podcast network is uh our brother show uh the Two and Out podcast is going to be hosting their, their own live show. They've uh, made a, um, a an annual thing of doing a live show during Grey Cup Week, so this, I guess, is no different from them. And uh, to talk about that and probably a few other things, we're going to bring on from the Two and Out podcast, Travis Kura. Okay, give me a second to bring him on.
2: Yeah, I had had to change the logo on the Argo subreddit right freaking quick. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, I'm going to have to change some other shit around. Fuck. What a pain in the ass this is going to be now.
1: Yeah, Argo fans, too. Well, no, I mean.
2: Hey, Travis.
0: Welcome to the FanCast. How's it going? Not too bad. Thanks for
1: having me. Travis.
0: Yeah. So, Travis, welcome back to the FanCast. And uh, how are you enjoying your extended (laughs) offseason?
3: You know, I I think I came to terms with uh, there not being a CFL season probably before... You know when they made it official in august but now this week it's really hitting me like i'm, I'm trying to do my best to enjoy the gray cup unite stuff it's just not the same it just makes me miss it even more and many n- nobody says i want to be in regina <laughs> but man i want to be in regina right now
0: yes I I can agree with that. Um, and I lived. Yeah,
1: there.
3: I mean, I've been there. You were born there, once, not yeah, yeah,
1: I was
2: born yeah. there. <laughs> yeah,
3: uh-huh. I'm from Yorkton, Saskatchewan, so I I I'm ripping on SAS. I'm ripping oh, on you, yeah. I'm, I'm ripping my homeland. But uh, I've been to you know every Grey Cup since 2009, and I know there's the 13th man thing there. But man, I, uh, it's been such a big part of my life for the past decade, and it feels like a bit of me is missing <laughs> not being in the Great Cup City uh, during this time in November.
0: Well, you guys are at least uh, bringing some semblance of normalcy to our CFL family and, and doing, I believe, it's your, your second annual live Great Cup show
3: make it three. Three, third, uh, oh, we,
0: third, okay
3: yeah we did it in uh edmonton in 18 and uh, i can't describe to you the the fear <laughs> of organizing a live show and being like is it gonna be just me and ty talking to an empty room and i think we had about 40 people there and We made it our goal to raise money for CFL fans fight cancer. And I think we were between five and $600 raised and I couldn't have been more happier with how it went. And then last year in Calgary, we did the sequel at a bar bookers barbecue and a crab shack in uh, Calgary. And we had between 50 and 60 people there, $700 raised for CFL fans fight cancer. And you know, with the with the league announcing Grey Cup Unite and all of the virtual events, I kind of thought, what why can't we do it again? And again, it's that fear of the unknown. I mean, is anybody... But you have really nothing to lose because we'll be recording the podcast anyway. It's just, is anybody going to join us on our Zoom call, on our stream? And uh, it actually was really cemented when... Randy Newman, he's actually one of the organizers with CFL Fans Fight Cancer. Yep, and he said, Are you "Guys, doing anything?" And, and uh, I said, "Well, I think we have to now." <laughs> and as as of recording right now, we've raised over eight hundred dollars for CFL Fans Fight Cancer. Um, the Chris Knox Foundation in Regina uh, is where the money is going this year. And if you haven't heard about the foundation or the story of where it started, it's really an incredible story. It's a foundation that helps young adults and kids go to events while they're undergoing treatment. I know events are expensive, uh, but distractions can heat help keep morale up while going through a challenging time in life like that. So we're raising money for there. The the most money we've ever raised for a two and out live event is being done virtually. So the support has been incredible and uh, it's already gone better than I could have imagined. Uh, So, yeah, we're doing it Sunday, the 22nd, four o'clock Eastern and any donation will get you the Zoom invite. If you drop a loony in the bucket, that works to we're set up on Eventbrite. So when you go to Eventbrite, you'll get the uh, Zoom invite right away. And uh, we'll talk about the year that wasn't and maybe the Grey Cup Unite that was and look a for- forward to 2021. And I know this is an, Ar- is an Argo show, but joining me, well, us... On uh, the the broadcast for Two and Out Live will be Peter Dyakowski, former Hamilton Tiger Cat.
2: Yeah, he was a
0: former
3: yeah. Argonaut.
2: But, yeah, also, he, he, <laughs> he, he, he was a legend when he played for us. Damn it!
3: When I when when I was at the Argo,
1: <laughs> Argo Town Hall, I saw his jersey.
3: Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah. that is awesome so here's the deal he was raising money for tim horton's camp day in uh august and i think it was something like he would raise ten dollars per timbit or that he he ate so he ended up eating a hundred timbits that day so <laughs> he's going back he's taking me on in the cfl timbit challenge we're gonna see who can eat the most timbits <laughs> eat them the fastest, and uh, get our blood sugar levels really high for CFL fans fight cancer. That's the main event of the virtual show on Sunday.
0: Well, um, I mean, that, that seems to be the main, main event for your live shows. I mean, you, you, you won the pierogi eating contest the one year. And yeah, and yeah. Uh, last year, did you have anything going on? Or did you we manage did. to speak uh, to We. did And were you victorious? We
3: had I was victorious. So I, I'm 2-0 and o on, uh, I guess, Grey Cup week. And, you know, I'm never going to be on the gridiron for Grey Cup week. So this is my championship. Like, I should probably start designing rings. But you're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the pierogi challenge in Edmonton, Zach Evans, D lineman for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders took me on. I crushed him like a grape. And then (laughs) in Calgary, we were at a barbecue joint. So uh, it was a brisket eating challenge and it was the most you could put away in five minutes. I can't remember the amount that I ate, but Derek Dennis, offensive lineman for the Calgary Stampeders, stepped up to the plate for that one and I beat him as well. So uh, I have a pretty good record when it comes to the eating challenges. The Timbits are a completely new <laughs> venture for me. Peter has a bit of a, uh, he's had experience in that area, so we'll see how Sunday goes. But uh, you're right, I'm, I'm no stranger to the uh, to the eating challenges. Now, are you yeah. going to
1: be competing over chocolate glazed Timbits or the honey dip Timbits? Now, I've birthday, thought birthday about cake, this. Birthday
2: cake or get the fuck out.
3: Chocolate glaze. <laughs> <come on.
2: laughs> I'm in the minority.
0: I chocolate
3: gr- glaze. You,
0: you want you want to do the the honey cruller ones because they're the lighter ones.
3: And that's what I was thinking too, because when you eat one, it's like you ate nothing really. So you can eat those. Back really fast. I, I think we're gonna get you know a sorted pack so it's fair. But I, I know I know which timbits I don't want to see. I, I don't want to see the the powdered ones with the jelly in the middle. I I don't Ooh. want I like I, I I have no problem eating them. But when it comes to speed, <laughs> I don't know if that'll be pretty. And the same thing is I don't want the plain ones either. Uh, I think that'll just dry dry you out, and it might be pretty tough to scarf those down. But uh, I can eat timbits like nobody's business, and I think most Canadians can. So yeah. the other ones you need to stay away <laughs> from. It, it could go from. anybody's way. Honestly.
0: The other ones you need to stay away from are the sour cream glaze. What? See,
3: they're fantastic. I, I, That's my favorite. I like food. the sour cream, but they're thick.
0: Oh, okay. If we're, so if we're
3: rich, talking really. St-
0: yeah see uh, the they're, they're they're for the same reason you want the honey cooler ones the opposite yeah. goes for you know why you why you don't want the sour cream glaze they're just they're fantastic they're awesome they're just thick
3: yeah i'm i'm totally in agreement with you there <laughs> i love how we're just talking timbits right now like <laughs> this is amazing
0: <laughs> well yeah. okay we can we can steer this in a different direction then i i have a question that that um when i saw peter dyakowski was going to be your opponent uh for this sunday and fact that we're an argo show i wanted to ask you this question even before you agreed to go on the show the and and i should preface this that you know so everybody knows you are a wrestling fan as well as most of as the three of us here as well. So, was, yeah, Peter, Diakowski,
3: fan.
0: was Peter Diakowski was Peter signing a free agent contract with the Toronto Argonauts <laughs> in 2017 the biggest CFL heel turn
3: you've ever seen, even if it was for a week. You know what? I think you're onto something there. And he is actually a funny guy. And I think he's one of the funniest guys we've ever ever had in the CFL. Because I don't know if you guys remember this story. But he sort of created this fake professor from a fake university. Did a study saying that Tiger Cat fans are the best fans in the CFL. Well, (laughs) we know... (laughs) in Regina can be fans picked it up there media picked it up there and they were going crazy saying "Uh uh-uh that's not right that title belongs to us in Saskatchewan meanwhile this whole thing is completely (laughs) fake and he ended up playing with the writers for one year so he trolled them like nobody else ever has and ended up joining Ryder Nation as well. So he, he might uh, be like a, like a big show, like if you want to reference wrestling, because that guy, you don't know. You can't keep track if he's a heel or a baby face. It just changes, you know, upwards of 25 times a year. And I don't think I'm exaggerating.
2: <laughs> Since you're talking big show, you're probably right. Yeah, he turned, he like, you don't know what, to, like, he like if it, like if his, if he if he was part in like if it was like a sh, in like a shawarma rotisserie kind of thing he'd be well cooked on all sides. Yeah, be, <laughs> he would be well cooked on all sides if he was in a shawarma rotisserie.
0: I I think I've just, I think I've just figured out your next opponent um if you can uh get him to Hamilton. You need to do a shawarma eating contest with Obi-Khan.
3: Oh. oh that is a great great challenge yeah or, because, or
0: keep, or keep uh, that in your back pocket next time the great cup goes to winnipeg
2: that's probably a better idea
3: and he's got a restaurant right
2: oh yeah he's uh, even got, uh from what i've
0: heard yeah. he's even got uh a stand inside of, uh, IGF field.
3: Yeah. So he might be <laughs> the next, you know, to, to try and <laughs> take, <it> down. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I just, I'm just hoping for a great cup in Hamilton next year. And we can do this, uh, again, because it's been so much fun. And I should mention before, Uh, We get too much further. If somebody buys tickets, they're automatically entered to win a $50 gift card to Sport Check. Uh, It's going to be a uh, show where people can get involved in it and try to win things as well. Because we've got Mark's gift cards, Canadian Tire gift cards, uh, more Sport Check gift cards, uh, Doug Flutie's Maximum uh, Football designed by Canuck Play in ontario we've got game codes both on xbox one and ps4 to give away so sunday you know what i foresee a lot of technical problems <laughs> i i'm dreading the worst maybe 2020 has broken the optimist in me but there will be things to win and fun to be had even if uh, peter somehow Defeats me in the Timbit eating contest. But <laughs> I do need to keep things going. Like in Hamilton, you know, in Halifax, if the Schooners ever join the league, you do donairs, things like that. Or lobster rolls. Lobster rolls, you're right. At the Down East Kitchen Party. Oh, I mean, oh. those are, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. a great legend. Montreal, you'll,
1: <laughs> I don't know if there's a, not really a way to do a poutine eating contest. I
2: oh, smoke! No, you gotta go smoke, smoke. Meat. 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 Smoke yeah, meat. You could.
1: Oh yeah.
3: Yeah, the uh Schwartz's in Montreal—that is a Canadian institution. Like when I, when I went to the Grey Cup in Ottawa in 2017, my wife and I actually took a date trip to Montreal and. Schwartz's was basically the reason for that day trip. So uh, to have a contest of those giant sandwiches and or just a big old pile of meat, I'd love it.
0: And now I'm hungry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> you and me <laughs> although,
2: to be, although, to be honest, all this talk about the twenty about next year's Grey Cup in Hamilton and food immediately gets my mind to choking. Uh, uh 19 <laughs> it's like it's like at least at least you got i mean oh, if you're man, gonna if we're I've gonna ha- if we're gonna if we're gonna have if you're gonna have an eating contest you have to have somebody well if you're gonna have the eating contest in hamilton you better make sure somebody not wearing black and gold knows the heimlich <laughs> maneuver.
3: we we need a heimlich experts or at least paramedics there on, on the ready and you know what now that i think of it of the Grey Cups I've been to, I've seen the Cats lose three times. 2013, 2014, and 2019. And I've seen the Argos win twice. 2012 and uh, 2017. So, mm. I mean, <laughs> one team in Ontario's doing it, right?
2: See, that's, that's, the, that, that's the thing. Ha- Hamiltonians only live to beat the Argos on Labor Day. Argo fans and Torontonians lived to see the Argos win the great cup. Hence the reason why we haven't lost the damn thing since 87. As I knock on wood, as I say that.
3: Yeah. You don't want to jinx that. Nope. Nope. (laughs) It's a damn good streak. (laughs) I mean, Oh, I was so looking forward to seeing the Argos play this year. And then I, I mean, obviously you guys were as well, but it seems to me like Toronto, they'll have like a four and 14 year. And then the next year they'll go 500 and win the great cup. There's like, no, you know, it's always the extremes with that team. It seems.
2: Yeah. <laughs> worst to first to worst again. <laughs> well,
0: we'll, we'll, well, we'll take that for one more year from when they playing, we're not counting this year as the, as the year they would have won it all since, uh, you know, yeah. we didn't play. So next year they can win it all. And then, Going forward we're just going to change that all we're just we're, we're, well, we're you should of-
3: use i I, use this. <laughs> I I use this saying uh, I'm a rough rider fan myself, and I use this saying uh with stampeder fans, and I think Argo fans can use it against Tycat fans. The best part about this year is that the riders are undefeated and Stampeders have no wins, so this is just a beautiful year.
2: (laughs) Yeah, if there's any sort of bright side of looking at this, I would totally agree. Hamilton finally, the the right from 2005 has been fully realized because they've gone winless.
3: See? (laughs) (laughs) Always looking on the bright side.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it, that still pissed me off about that year. That still pisses me off cuz why why did Saskatchewan let them win? And even then they and even like Hamilton even tried to fuck that up. And they still <laughs> managed to win oh. in overtime. That pit, you have no idea how much that pissed me off. Ah. I'm sure it pissed you guys off to lose to <laughs> a really shitty team. <laughs> but I mean like, oh, it's like oh. why?
3: It, but- well, since then, the because at that time, I mean, the Riders had the 90s, which were just some of the worst decades, one of the worst decades for any pro sports franchise ever, like in in any league. And I know they somehow made the Grey Cup in 97 and got crushed by the Flutie Argos. Well, that was, but, that uh, was
2: awesome. What are you
3: talking about? Writers, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, I think Edmonton...
1: Robert Drummond ran through that poor uh, Saskatchewan uh, defensive line like it was Swiss cheese.
3: Well, I think Edmonton passed Saskatchewan and straight to Toronto, and and we know how that worked out uh, for Edmonton. But what I mean is that at the time if we go back 15 years ago it was before the 2007 championship for Saskatchewan the 09 title the or loss the 10 loss and then the 13th championship the riders were so used to just being bad and and losing in the worst possible ways that losing to that Hamilton team was not really a surprise it was kind of like oh yeah, that, that that's a rough rider thing to do.
2: <laughs> so what you're saying is that was something that when that happened, that was par for the course for you guys.
3: Yes. Yeah, I was like, ah.
2: Oh, that's well, <laughs> that's, that's disappointing.
1: I, yeah. I was watching a game a couple weeks well, ago. Well, I mean, two years after they won the Grey Cup in 89, and they're in Sky Getting crushed by the Argos, sixty-two to ten. Wow.
2: Yes. And that was <laughs> the, the, did I, not. Start. Yeah. I can hear this. I can hear the smoke in the background. <laughs> I can hear the blown. Li- I can hear lines blowing in the background here. From 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 the greens from the green. <laughs> well, side. there's two
0: of us now, so it's you know you, you can get you can get it from each
2: each each headphones. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tag team match on this one. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> See that 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 game just that game pissed me off because that was that that was one of the last games that the Riders played before I moved to Ontario, and they had to oh, lose. Oh, it was. It, yes. Yeah. And for some reason I, I I've I just always remember that. It hurt.
3: Sometimes it hurt the losses ways. stick with you more than the wins. <laughs> but oh, that's just the way more, sports more is. I mean, wins, but, I know. always <laughs> Yeah, I, I always think that uh if you don't know what it feels like to lose and have your heart broken, then then winning doesn't, uh, you know, really feel as good as when uh, you finally uh, win the championship. But but maybe that's a rough rider thing of, uh, you know, <laughs> pleading with your team. Just let me let me down gently. Just <laughs> don't don't disappoint me uh in the worst way possible like 2009 just you know go out there and lose 47 23 or whatever and then i can deal with that better
0: it takes the edge off a little bit just, yeah it does. <laughs> now just, travis um we're, we're uh need to uh get go we're man, man we're we're pushing a long time here we've got other things to talk about too so let's uh get your get your show plugged here and tell everybody uh, where they can donate and how they can uh, join in on the Zoom the, on the Zoom call for the live two and out.
3: Awesome! It's uh, the two and out CFL podcast, and uh, you can find us on Twitter at two and out CFL, uh, or maybe even just go to our website two and out I have uh, stickied the. Uh, the blog post for our live show uh, to the top of the website, and it'll link you to everything you need to know about the show. It uh, goes right to Eventbrite, and uh, you just donate to Eventbrite, and then it'll forward the money to the Chris Knox Foundation in the end. Again, teaming up with CFL Fans Fight Cancer, and it starts uh, Sunday, the 22nd. The end of Grey Cup Unite. Uh, it's going. <laughs> i think it's going to be uh, a lot of fun four o'clock eastern that's what i wanted to say that's when the that's when the show starts
0: all right thank you very much for joining us Trava travis and uh you have yourself a, a good rest of the night and now, now you can you can go eat after we've talked about food for a while
3: yes thankfully thanks for inviting me back guys it makes uh this year feel just a little bit more normal again, to be on a football podcast in the Canadian football podcast network. It's pretty cool. So we'll talk to you guys soon. Okay.
2: All right. All right.
3: Thanks, Travis.
2: Thanks for thanks, Travis. Bye guys. We'll see you Sunday. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)
0: And that was Travis Kerr from the two and out podcast. Uh, Head on over to 2andout.ca uh, and uh, donate to get yourself into the live 2andout podcast recording via Zoom. And cheer on Travis as he takes on Peter Dykowski, uh, former Argonaut, and he played for a couple other teams too, um, in a Timbit meeting contest for Charity. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm extremely hungry now. Um, I had a bowl of
1: shreddies. (laughs) Yes.
0: The shreddies make their their appearance. Um, Yeah, with with Grey Cup Unite, we've got uh, a few things coming up uh, with the, the Argos. Mm, yes. Um I believe let me just take a look at the schedule here.
1: Um well, I'll talk Ar- about the uh let's talk about the Grey Cup showdown while you're looking
0: at that. Yeah. Up. Yeah, we'll, we've got the the Grey Cup showdown happening on right now on Twitter um and Argos Argos even had a play-in game to see which Grey Cup would uh would get into their their bracket. Uh so far we're through one side of the bracket, you've got uh 2012 moving on over 20 or 1921, 1950 moving on over 1937, um, 1996 over 1930, 30, I believe it is 38. Uh, 38, and then 83 moving on over
1: 45. Yeah, there really yeah. any surprises there. I think most of the well. Any game after, 19, you know, 1983 and after is going to be the favorite to win yeah, there.
2: Yeah, there's going to be an awful lot of recency bias. Yeah. But, uh, yeah.
1: You know, we're looking at a matchup between the 1991 Grey Cup and the 97 Grey Cup in the second round, as well as a matchup <laughs> between the 1983 Grey Cup and the 1996 Great Cup in the... <laughs> Second oh. round. So that's, that's,
2: that's like he- some heavyweight. That's a that that would be a that's like a group of death kind of thing. Yeah. That's like that's like that's like asking someone to pick between their own children.
1: Anyone have a guess, want to guess who they think is gonna win? Oh
0: what or the the whole
1: bracket
2: yeah. or okay.
1: The whole bracket, the whole so, thing.
2: So we're doing bracketology here, okay. Well
1: not, the, not necessarily the whole, but at least who you think will be the winner in the end.
0: See, I, I, I mean, the greatest Argo team, um, I would put at the ninety-six version.
1: Well, ninety-seven. They were both good.
2: Yeah. We just love- had we just drank more Western tears in ninety six because they're still crying about it.
1: Well, yeah. they they did get I have to admit that they did get.
2: Yeah, but I I don't care, I'm still drinking tears. Uh um <laughs> yeah. My my favorite would have
0: been uh the ninety one Or uh, 2017 Grey Cup, but those are those, and neither of those or one of those will not win because they're both on the same side of the bracket.
1: I think it'll be 83 and 91 in the end. 97 may be the best team of all time, but people are going to put the candy and rocket factor in yep
2: I would definitely include a recency bias as well, so I have a feeling that twenty that both twenty twelve and seventeen have a good shot just based off a of recency bias
1: possible
0: awesome. yeah and I mean for me, seventeen, I had more of a direct connection to the team, interacted with more players, and that interception by matt black in the
2: end zone to seal that that one was just if i wasn't so hung over i would have invaded the pitch at the end of the game (laughs) yeah that but but having to but having to fight through like friggin thousands of people coming from the south stand elite to leave td place at that point to to get to the to get to that player's tunnel to celebrate with the team. That was, that was tough enough. that was oh, good in, in and of itself. Yep. Um, and if you want to vote on,
0: uh, on these, uh, Grey cup matchups, go over to, uh, to the Argonauts Twitter page, uh, and, um, <clears throat> at Toronto Argos. And, uh, they've got the voting there up each day. Um, I believe at 11 a.m. the new the new games start. And then when we get down to the nitty-gritty, they're going to have the Grey Cup Showdown Finals posted on Saturday, and the winner gets revealed on the Sunday. Now, apart from that, the Argos do have a few other things going on. They uh, They are running fan-based chronicles uh they ran one yesterday one today and then uh uh another on Wednesday and and Thursday Friday uh so they've got five of them them going on but on Thursday they've got the where we stand achieving equity diversity and inclusion um, with uh, Argos GM Michael Clemens Toronto FC GM Ali Curtis and the VP of equity and diversity and inclusion um, for jo- uh, Terry Dennis Davies um, and uh, they're they're going to have a a discussion on where things stand in sports today uh, as well as society as well and then Friday, the quarterback club, the men behind the shield. We're going to have some heavy hitters in, in for this one.
1: Hall of Famers.
0: Hall of Famers. You've got Conridge Holloway, Joe Theismann. Um Who else we got in there?
1: We got uh, Joe Barnes. Damon Allen, Ricky hmm. Ray, and uh, current starting quarterback Matt Nichols. Wow.
0: That's a stacked lineup if I've ever, ever heard one. So that, that happens on Friday at 6 p.m. They're going to be airing that on. Their Facebook, uh, so it's Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, the Argos Quarterback Club, Men Behind the Shield, Holloway, Barnes, Theisman, Allen, Ray, and Nichols. I know that one's got a lot of people excited about it. And as far as uh, other things going on for the Grey Cup Unite program, um on uh, They've got the CFL media day or player media day uh virtual tailgate on Thursday the all decade awards um and then Friday once again a virtual tailgate Yeah, the cats are on here doing something. Yeah, that's
2: gross. Yeah. And, man, who
0: cares?
1: They're watching watching their uh, Grey Cup win in 1986, which was their second last time they won.
2: Yeah, they don't want to be reminded of 99 because we keep reminding them of 99 every single day.
1: Yeah. uh,
0: And then uh, Saturday, you've got... uh, Saturday you've got the um I guess they're doing a Grey Cup Festival for twenty twenty one brand unveil. Um the CFL Sim virtual Grey Cup presented by the Rod Peterson show.
2: I that's yeah. friggin' Yeah, there's yeah, that's no way that there's a friggin' computer playing the Saskatchewan team. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. There there is a human playing the Saskatchewan team because there's no fucking way they should have made it.
1: <laughs> there should. <Ottawa. laughs> I mean, g-
2: I mean give me a break. We all know who Rod Peterson's audience is. He's just pandering to them. Amen. man. I am, I'm I'm I am calling a spade a spade here. Unless you can prove that it's actually simmed and there isn't someone playing the game, then okay. But otherwise I'm otherwise I am calling major shenanigans on that. Amen. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: it it is Rod Peterson, so it uh, it is entirely possible
2: that that was set up. Wouldn't surprise me if his producer was playing it.
0: Yeah, um, but I
2: mean, hey, there, there's
0: a first time for everything. He could have. This is hard, hard. He he could have avoided being a homer, but he didn't. look i I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt here
2: like he had two he had two he had two ways of going he had a fork in the road he had the non-homer and the homer road he didn't and he didn't even he just kept he didn't even stop to even ponder it he just floored it and went the homer road
1: exactly
0: Well, I, I think the the only way we'll we'll ever know is if we were in the room when all this was going on, and that's probably never happening.
2: And if Saskatchewan wins Saskatchewan wins the virtual Grey Cup, I'm going to be calling shenanigans. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll do it on his live stream. I don't give a shit. I'll be like, dude, are you serious? There is no, I mean, there is no way that the 2020 Rough Riders should be anywhere near the Grey Cup. Number one, and number two. If you uh, you could say, oh, we've got five cups, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah just, yeah, just just like how Hamilton says they have fifteen. I don't think hey, so. Hey, hey, hey.
0: <laughs> great cups in Saskatchewan were all won by the same franchise.
2: That is true. That is true. But I mean, if but all I'm gonna say is there, I can guarantee you some of them are gonna try and claim the fake one. <laughs> Look, we don't have much.
1: Yes, you don't.
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, you just I mean, you just need that one more cup to push yourself out of out of the intercollegiate level. You know what I mean? You just need one more. Because we all know that U of T still has more cups than the Rough Riders. Actually, no, they're tied. Sorry, I should have qualified that statement.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> not worse than U of T. We're just as good.
2: Actually, oh. no. Actually, if you were to compare U of T now to Saskatchewan, now Saskatchewan would pants them. Pants them and give them, give them a couple swirlies and toss them in a locker. Yeah, but
0: some junior high school teams might be able to do that. Ouch.
1: U of T is the one that didn't win a football game for years.
0: Yep. But they didn't—they didn't steal the record away from York, so there's that.
2: But I think yeah. they were—but I think they were the only team that try, I think they were the only university to try to pull out of OUA football because they were so terrible.
0: It is what it is.
2: Doug, do you have anything for the two-minute
0: warning?
3: All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. Three minutes and we're out.
2: Three minute warning. Two minute warning. I'm thinking, Wait, I've been so... watching
0: too much of the down south football.
2: <laughs> Three minute warning. I think. I think all. I think. Well, I know yeah. a couple. I know a couple of you guys have been. I know there's a fair bit of people who've been watching the uh, the down south stuff. There's nothing uh, else. Exactly. There is. There is nothing. There is nothing else right now. Sadly. I mean, and how look, if if
0: I could watch law firm playing in the spring league, I probably would do that too.
1: I think that uh, got turfed today, the spring league.
2: It did. It got turfed, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they canceled the season due to COVID. They, can't, they couldn't finish because the virus has been circulating way too much. I am not shocked. Neither am I. Um, there was something I wanted to mention about, about the... Uh, I I think the, the unveil to the boat logo, or to the return of the boat logo, I think that was, I think, honestly, that's, like, on Twitter at least, I believe that was the Argo's most liked post on Twitter. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to be I'm pr- I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to be okay with that.
0: And that, that that's
1: something moving forward, great.
2: 1,
0: 1. 1.6 thousand likes 112.1 thousand views on that video.
2: Yeah. If if now it's one thing to gather things from social media reaction but it's got to translate into butts and seats when we can get back to butts and seats. Mm-hmm. Nice, like... Which is what I'm hoping for. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, gray cup week. I was really hoping I was, I was actually hoping to be going to Regina this year. Unfortunately, School got in the way, so if I, if I, if I, if I, yeah, so basically I'd have to, I'd have to leave, like, the day of the game to come home because I had to be in school on Monday. Oh, man, that would have been rough. <laughs>
0: getting
2: on, getting on a plane hungover, that would not have been fun. No, you wouldn't be the only one. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> No, there'd be a lot of people actually going to the game, but uh, I'd be going for the party. Yep. At least, at least I'd be going to the party. If the Argos were in it, I'd be going to the game too. But yeah. Uh, just to, I don't think there was much of anything else. I'm just trying to see. Basically, a lot, a lot of boat logo stuff. Boat oh, logo. Oh no. Yeah, the cold snap leagues ch- chugging along. Oh,
1: the '91 Argos doing.
2: Uh, well, they got pantsed by the well. The, well, the '81 Eskimos got their got their got their own back. Uh, they kind of pants me. <laughs> um, yeah, they kind of they kind of beat they kind of beat me pretty bad. I can pull up the score in a second here once I once I find oh, it. Where where are you in the standings? Um, let me think. Let me think. I think I'm four and three. That yeah, sounds like a great cup year. Yeah, because I, lo- I lost to yeah, cause I lost to Andrew, lost to Joe Pritchard, and I lost to and I lost to Mike, and then I ended up beating. Yeah, because I still yeah, cause I still have three games. I beat, uh, I beat I beat Mike, I beat Ro, I beat Greg, I beat Rod, and then I beat Andrew again. So yeah, four yeah, so I'm four and three with uh with three games to go because I still got to play Joe again, I still got to play Rod again, I still got to play Greg again.
1: So six and four maybe. All yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, that that's probably a good That sounds that sounds like an Argo playoff year right there. It <laughs> does. 6 it and like 6 gray gray and 4. Cup <laughs> that sounds like a great cup season. <laughs> so, here's hoping.
0: All right, and on that note, that'll do it for the Argos fan cast this week. Um make sure you uh check out the Two and Out podcast at uh, twoandout.ca and uh join in for the live to and out uh on sunday uh go to their website and uh the links right there on the front page for you to donate to get in Uh, and while you're perusing the internet you might as well take a look at our bio merch link in bio i'll i'll put that connected to the uh the new boat logo merch so you can uh Get some uh, stuff for uh,
2: your family for Christmas.
1: I know Doug well.
2: Hey, now I'm probably gonna go off on a tangent here a little bit, but I've kind, but I've started to accept it. Okay, I've started to accept the fact that a lot of people like it. Doesn't necessarily mean I have to. No. But, but a lot, but a lot of people like it, and I, and to be quite honest, when they. I didn't see the forest for the trees and now I'm seeing the whole big picture and this is probably going to be a good thing yeah uh, alright so merch link in bio for the, the uh,
0: new Argos merch um, and that does it for the Argos fancast you can find me at
2: all kinds of clay on the twitter machine Doug where can they find you you can find me on, you can find the Double Blue Order on Twitter at, at, uh, at Double Blue Order, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash on Instagram at The Double Blue Order, and you can find me personally at Dougby519 if, if you want some proper Rangers banter.
0: And, Will, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at ArgoFans or at www.argofans.com.
0: And you can find the uh, Argos Fancast at Argos Fancast on the Twitter machine. And anywhere you find your Friendly Neighborhood podcast, just search Argos Fancast. Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, pretty much anywhere that has podcasts, you can find the Argos Fancast. Just search Argos Fancast. That does it for the Argos Fancast this week. We'll talk to you when we've got more information on some great Argos news.